Hey, this your boy Laws from the other side of sports with BOK Sports 980 just reminding you to go download our app. All you got to do is go to your app store and type in parentheses, the other side of sports. You get to listen to our content whenever you want. He's lying. He's lying. Dog, I'm not lying. On Mother's Mode, you can get our app at the app store on your mobile device right now. So when you're on your commute or whenever, you can rock with us. Now, on our show. You are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 980. Welcome back. You're now tuning to the other side, the other side of sports. I'm your host, Laws. Yeah. We got D. Yeah. We got Jeff. Yeah. We got Aaron. Yeah. Uh, we in the building rocking. Uh, what's up, man? How, how's the week going? The jump just start raining out of nowhere. What's going on? Yeah, that joint show did. Under and lighting over here. That's right. You already know. You see rain on the on the forecast, huh? That joint is. Completely out of left field. Um, dog, y'all y'all caught up on the shows because you know it's, it's spoiler time, dog. We ain't gonna waste no time with it, man. I hope you've seen it all, dog, because yeah. I'm going in. At least on two shows, I'm going in. Game of Thrones jump was vicious. That jump was vicious. That they, they, they you. One thing I do notice is how they they pushing the storyline quickly. Yeah, like they're not. Yeah. I feel like it's not a lot of dull moments. Like they just, they really like escalating the storyline, which I appreciate. I wish the jump was always like this, but they like, you know, did like a little sped up battle in the jump and everything. Yeah, and and it's, like, I feel like a lot of stuff happened. But you gotta think about it. Like they can't, they can go like this now because, like you know, with a show is always a climax that you know that the show is trying to get to. And once you kind of know what that is you can kind of speed up storylines that kind of go to the ultimate end game of the show. You know what I mean? And so, like, you know, with the last season, basically what this is, they're going to break it up in two. But, yeah, that's that's what they doing now. Yeah, they, 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 get, they get into the get down quick. Ain't playing no games. Just the way I like it, young. I, yeah. And where it's at right now, I just... Do you think you think uh, Jon Snow and, and Khaleesi, like... That jump gonna happen? Or I mean, they 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 threw us a lot of gems this this episode, like a lot of positive, you know, inroads where you kind of you know, cause everybody, I'm sure everybody wants Jon Snow and, and uh, the Dragon Lady to, to, to team up and fight the world, what? basically. You know what I'm saying? And they kind of put that that in the air. Um, but will it happen? That's the question. You know what I'm saying? And uh. It's very, very, very intriguing. Very intriguing. Uh, power. Now, I'm going the opposite way on power. It's like, you know, it, to me, it's like when a Bama, like, run the ball for, like, a 40-yard run and, like, run down into the to the red zone and then get tackled. And then the next play, you, like, hand the ball off to the Bama and then he run and fumble the jump. That's how the power jump is to me. Like last week, the jump was vicious, and then this week, these Bamas went right back off a cliff, young, with the stupid, funny business, young. The jump was just, this jump was so stupid, dog, so stupid. That's right, you already know. Tosh was blown. Like, didn't this, didn't it not like blow you how fake the jump was? Like, 
Yeah, I, I feel like, like Sasha's been smart. She's been to me one of the smartest characters the whole time. And then for her just to take the money and not be patient, it's patient. And she she's been this whole time, and then all of a sudden she takes money from that guy. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't add up to me why she did that so hastily. Nah, like in the she knew that Ghost was getting. It's just and then I'm gonna say the one thing that got me though. This is and this this is kind of like a couple episodes back. <clears throat> no one really talked about that old lady dying. And then the house they were staying up in, you know what I'm saying? Like 50 killed <laughs> kill that old lady. Like 10 episodes, like seven episodes ago, in the beginning of the season, and she's and no one talked, no one came to see her. No one like somebody paying the the rent in that junk. Like, dog, <laughs> she don't got no kids, she don't got no family, no one's checking all the junk, and he just ran up, you know what I'm saying? Like no job, no nothing. Of, you said what? No job, no bank accounts, no just nothing. Yeah. Calls, and they up in that joint partying, you know what I'm saying? Doing it, 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 bro. That part, that don't make no sense. Because it's getting ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. It don't add up. So, yeah. This joint went to a, a masterpiece movie at the end of the joint, though. <laughs> I, I got this real quick. And then 50 got a soft spot all of a sudden. Like, Kanan's been yeah, a straight, right. like, go hard, bam, in the whole, heartless, bam, in the whole time. Like, do him. And then all of a sudden, he get the quiver face. When it's time I, to kill. I got a question for y'all. Yeah. So my question is just in general, like, when is it that you feel like it's time to hang up on a show or a series? I got to hang up, dog. I try. I hung up on the show last season. About that joint. So I'm just trying to ask, just generally speaking, when do you think is a good time? For someone that hang up on the series, man. Yeah, yeah. When they when they basically tell you as a viewer, you're an idiot, and <laughs> and then we can't do anything with our storyline. Can't do it. And you still gonna watch? When they spit in your face like that, you got to stop watching, dog. And and I'm back at that point. You know what I'm saying? I stopped watching. I didn't really watch the last season. And then Bamas was getting all hyped for the premiere. So I was like, I'm going to mess with it. I'm going to rock with it, see what they talking about. But then they do stuff like, what happened? Like like D said, the uh, remember the uh, NSA, NSA Bama, the uh, dude worked for the uh, government? Oh, that, 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 that Tommy murked off and stabbed him in the heart and chest. There ain't been a murmur about this Bama, Nobody though. talking about like, him. That, not a whisper. Perfect. Then, then, <laughs> then, then, I told, remember, Aaron, I told you last week that they just completely negated the third kid. And then they tried to clean it up off the back end because I guess it was so much murmurs about the jump. It was like, you know, such and such, where the, the kids are with the mama and stuff. Like, it's just a poor, like, a poor cleanup oh job to try to, like, clean up the storyline. Whoever's writing the story is not thinking everything through and they don't care. They're like, yeah, all right, we got to put a sex scene in the, in the next episode so that people forget that we just just did all this stupid stuff that don't make no sense. It's not cohesive. The storyline is just open. Like they didn't even they didn't even, they didn't show Angela one time this whole episode. Like and clearly the one the Bama who works for the Joe is plotting on her. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they just that, they set up these things in it. Episode was more about Tommy than anybody else in my opinion. I mean at the end it, it became about, you know what I'm saying, Ghost and Canaan. But to me, the episode was really about you know what I'm saying, my man. Tommy. Oh, that's what it was. It was about time the whole time. Here, here, here goes some more holes in the story. When the dude met up with Dre, and Dre saw saw. I mean, the dude saw Dre with Kanan, and he's like trying to question him about it. And then he 
just swindled him into into walking into a trap. Like the jump was like, I seen that coming a mile away. With no like, lights, he walking around. Dre, Dre, where are you? It's like a <laughs> <laughs> you don't trust the Bama. You don't trust it's the like, Bama already. So all, it makes you sense. Of, do you believe the Bama? Anything he said, like it just it just don't add match up, dog. And the jump is so fluke and fake. That hey Jeff Young, I, I'm through with it, Young. I'm I'm, I'm put the whole series mind. in the trash. trash. I'm gonna watch I'm gonna watch to the end. I, I just feel like I'm into the at this point. No, so, why watch to the end, that's, dog? Tell me what happened, Young. That's a bad mistake to to make, though, Young, because you can invest so much wasted time just with that theory. Like I'm gonna watch I mean, the end. Hey, oh, like, you can rebuild right. your basement, dog. Right. Instead of watching that foolishness. I'm doing that every man. day. I feel like I'm a uh, dude at the Home Depot. Like. <laughs> Come get me. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I, I, I'm just going to watch it because there's enough where I just want to see it till the end. Like other shows, I, I like, like one, for instance, like Scandal, I've been stopped watching that joint. It just got too far-fetched. Empire. Yo, this show ain't far-fetched yet, D. Empire. This show is far-fetched, I watched. I stopped watching Empire two seasons ago. It, it got That's OC it. for me. But I season finale where they were smashing the gay sex and the church scene at the same time. I was like, yeah, this is it. He's lying. He lying. Oh my gosh. I was like, yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, Man. nah. You got, so, you got, know when to hang it up on the show, yeah. You can't. That was it for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. I'm cutting up all the credit cards. I can't mess with it though. Uh, last show on the docket, Insecure. Now, this episode was a little. I I thought it was a good episode. And uh, I think there's a lot of talking points in it. I kind of like letting it play out because, you know, there's a lot of dynamics in the show that definitely are a cause for conversation. I mean, clearly the Batman Lawrence is out here, uh, you know, just doing him. You know he's what I'm saying? Of yeah, course, he's, he's showing his raw oats. He's showing his raw oats yeah, out yeah. here. And, and, and he looked to be conflicted still in his mind. But of course, the way men like process stuff is a little different than how women do. And he's he's kind of keeping his cars close. But when the youngin caught him outside the door and was talking about like, yeah, I think I think he's keeping his emotions bottled up. But he should put the car in the east, dog. He should have put the car in the east. Yeah, he did put the car. Yeah, he's verbally said Yeah, he told her no. He just wanted to be honest with her. So sad. But yeah, I think next to the wire, that might be like the realest show I've ever seen. It's real. It's real. So real. Yeah, and it, it seems so organic. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. And it, it is organic. They address issues without forcing it. I can't remember what show we were talking oh, uh, We were talking about the Carmichael show, where I felt like they were covering the issues, but it seemed so contrived. But this joint is just like a natural flow of just like addressing issues in like a real life way and everything. Every scenario just seems so real. And Dream is like, to me, the realest show. One of the I mean, and then, and, and then it's like, you know, like, like her character, like her personality is just... You know, it's just like a joint that you you just can't help with, and so like, and then and really everybody does a good job of kind of like, um, like bringing you into their character, and then like you say, it went with all of the writing and how it goes together. Like it's it's definitely super real. Yeah. The one of the realest jokes in the show was when she had her girl sent she sent her girl out there to like fake run into the Bama Lawrence <laughs> yeah. and like but they but they didn't show but they didn't show you like that she set it up and so after he was like yeah she was like yeah girl I had to stand out that John walk by three times before he seen me or whatever, whatever. Right, right. try to like get information or whatever and it's just like that John is real because youngies really do that you know what I'm saying they go to the furthest extent to like try to make make it happen you know the and, furthest 
Yeah, I had no clue. I had no clue it was a setup. I had no clue. I didn't either. Like the way they showed it, they showed it so natural. Until after, I was like, oh. And then Yanga was in. She was in the seat, and she like went the went by the girl's job and stuff, and then like put the seat back. Like the joke is real. Like the dynamics are real, and I I really appreciate like how authentic it is. Um, you know, and the perspectives they show, and then the joke's funny too. Like it got real, like a good little little comedy relief in it. Uh, that I don't think it's forced, you know what I'm saying? And, and it still keeps the whole integrity of, of what they're trying to do with the show. So I appreciate that. You know? Perfect. I seen the doc and I was like, you got to remember to add ballers to that joint too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, so, so this is the thing. I watched one episode of the Ballers Jump, and maybe I need to go back and start from the beginning to watch it. Yeah, because because, because to me, and and it's just and and it's probably like a partial like look at it, but to me, I feel like the acting is a little subpar in the jump. Nah, that's just my opinion. Watch, you gotta go watch the joint, dog. Yeah, yeah, watch from the beginning. It's not. It, it really. Yeah. Is. The first okay. few episodes is where it's at. For sure. Okay. All right. I'm. I. I got me. I, I go back and check the joint out. Um. Now today we get a question. To, uh, uh, from the from the from the peanut gallery, they put in a question: Dottie versus wifey. How can you tell the difference? So, so. I got a question first off. What I read. <laughs> What's a no! dot? Like, I don't. I, in the circles I'm in, nobody uses like new slang like that. So Same I would mean. never hear a conversation where a bad blow. Oh, this is so, What does that so, mean? So, so okay. Okay, so first of all, for our for our viewers, and and I'm not trying to be offensive by giving the definition of this word, but that it, it the term means that over there, that's a thought. So a a thoughty is basically the so same it's a, thing. It's just with the it's, with the with the Y on the end, like wifey, basically. What? Yeah. yeah. Tell me a '96 terms. Give me a '96 word that would make sense for. Roller. So like, Perfect. okay, there we go. A like roller. <laughs> <laughs> a roller versus versus gotcha. wifey material. Like, how can you tell on the outside or whatever? It don't even gotta be on the outside. But like, if, even if you're talking to some youngin or you, you start engaging, how can you tell the difference between uh, a roller or wifey, a thotty, whatever you want to call it? How can you tell the difference? What what things would indicate that someone's one or the other? Your body. You asking the wrong person. I've been out the game for too long. You, you still got eyes and testosterone. You know You ain't been doing the education. Yeah, that is you true. You ain't been doing the education. It is true. I mean, it, it it's it's kind of it seems kind of bad because it's almost like surface level stuff that you can just kind of see. Just interactions, how they interact. The difference between a wifey and a and a and a thoughty and how, like you said, a roller, how they will interact with somebody. Um, they will typically interact with people that can get them something. So say somebody had a nice car, money, you gonna see that person, that roller gonna be up on that dude all night because he's gonna provide that type of like lifestyle for her. That's all she really cared about, cares about. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. a wifey, their mentality is a little bit more different, a little bit more mature. They're not really Im- easily impressed by those things so so fast. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, that's something that stands up to me right away. Yeah. And then also, I mean, just going on that in general, like, you know, typically, um, you know, the thotty joints is going to be definitely more on the scene because of what D mentioned. You know, like on the lookout for those things, but like, That's right. you already know. like, 
women who really out here like you know grinding doing their own thing they don't even really go out like that they usually go out like just like celebrate some stuff you know what i mean with friends and then maybe every other weekend they might but it's like they not always on the scene so like that's that's definitely a red flag to be like you know what i mean i don't, I don't know if i want my joint like on the scene every every spot mm-hmm. like people know her you know what i mean like because you know you you gonna start thinking why is that like, how do these people know her? But they are you know? who we thought they were. And we let them all do yeah, it. And, 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 and I would just say this as a caveat. One, the, the perspective in which we, like, provide is, like, from our perspective, our experiences and what we we see. And it's not, like, all across the board, right? Because, you know, people, there's some young young girl out there, Joan, with a, with a short Daisy Dukes Jones on and, 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 and a breast all out. And I'm like, that's indicative of a thotty. And and not a wifey and they may think contrary to that but but we're telling you that but we didn't even mention anything about dressing you know what I, i'm saying? just saying I, i'm I mean, saying you that you did right dress there, can, but i'm saying prior to that you know what i mean oh true 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 i mean the thing is though i think yo dress is a, is an indicator um you know that you can look at and if a youngin is really just exposing herself um, and using her goods as a way to, as the primary source to attract somebody, that is that is in, indicative, in my opinion, of someone who is not wifey material. Now, the line in which that get it, is drawn can can be different per preference or what people think is appropriate, you know, appropriate or inappropriate. You know what I'm saying? That's that's subjective, you know, based on opinion. But if if youngins uh, uh, breast poking out her shirt and you know what I'm saying you ain't got to guess what size they are Perfect. and you can see clearly you know what I'm saying uh, legs and thighs all, all up and down I the street winners. to me that is dress code for 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 uh, thotism so yeah. uh, that's just my opinion I don't uh, want to exclude anybody so Aaron what, is you, what do you think so if you a lot of times when a guy before a guy even approaches a girl sometimes especially if he know like she's from an area you from or knows people that you know we gonna go get a scouting report before we even come and try to talk to you so if I go be like hey uh Harold you know so and so you know what I mean and the scouting report is like oh yeah she my man hit the joint she used to talk to so and so used to talk to so and so then chances are it's gonna be like eh you know what I mean like I might still try to hit the joint but it's not gonna be somebody that you consider it selling down with. A lot of times, those people that are harder to get scouted reports on, where even the people that, you know what I mean, they are around um, pretty commonly can't tell you, you know what I mean, who, who they've been with and all this other kind of stuff. Um, for me, is one of the first signs of whether somebody is with it or it's a long-term possibility. Yeah, I mean, you're right, because at the end, if you want to relate it to sports, the thought is like the backup quarterback and your your wifey is like your franchise quarterback. Backup quarterback goes is a journeyman. Goes Josh many McCown. Cannot win with him. Yeah. <laughs> go, go all around the league playing for every team, just being a backup. You know what I'm trying to say? But never that per never the guy. Never, you know what I'm saying? Never the starter. You on your own, JoJo. And then the franchise quarterback is the one that you want to lock down for your for your, you know, for the whole career of your team just so you could be successful. And that's like the wifey material. That's how I look at it. 
And also yeah. to kind of piggyback off of something Jeff said earlier in his point is a woman that has things going on up in her life other than men. Like that's not boy crazy at 30 plus years old. Like if you sitting by the phone every day waiting for me to text you and call you Can't like do it. every minute of every day, you know what I mean? If I'm missing an action for more than two hours, then like wait, you know what I mean? That to me is just like, put an X on it right then and there. So it's like somebody that has other things going on that has hobbies, you know, things that they're interested in that don't revolve around a man. Um, for me is really intriguing to somebody that would make me be like, okay, this is possibly somebody that I would want to um, potentially see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, slow, 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 slow. Just go slow. Youngers who be moving fast, don't want them. Don't want them. Uh, it just, it just, we do want I mean, them. We just don't. Want them. <laughs> Bro, what are you talking about, man? No, but that's the thing, young. Like fast is not is not good for you know for wifey material. I'm just, oh, yeah, just letting true. you know you you pushing the buck. You pushing the buck fast. You trying to do just go beyond just the natural boundaries. You know, quick like that. It's just it's just not wifey material. Because in a, in a guy's mind, if you doing you moving fast like that with me then you move fast like that with everybody. And you don't get to yeah. dictate what wifey material is. Like, you have to listen to what the men are saying, and that's just what it is. Like, when you when you were trying to explain the clothing thing earlier, I could tell you was, like, walking on a slippery slope trying not to be offensive, but the facts are the facts. The way men see it is the way men see it. You yeah, don't get dude. to redefine it. And then be complaining about why you can't get a man or why you're not married or why guys... Are, like, the way you're perceived is the way you're perceived. That could be like somebody that got six different degrees but walk around with their pants hanging down and just dress a certain way. That doesn't define who they are, but at the same time, people get through life by making sweeping generalizations about everything. You might not mm -hmm. want to put it that way, but that's how you maintain and that's how you go through life and make good decisions by basically eliminating a lot of bad decisions based on general information. So when a guy general sees... Yeah, so when a guy sees somebody with their ass hanging out, titties hanging out, thirst trapping, trying to get attention... Thirst trapping... IG thirst trapping. Hey, you just gotta accept Snapchat. that. Snapchat. What guys Snapchat are looking for? Most guys that I guess not. you would probably wanna end up with are looking for. Yeah, no. I mean, it's facts, and that's why we got the show because you know, it, like you ain't gotta agree with, with what we're saying, but it's true. You know what I'm saying? And you can get upset. I mean, it's probably young and right now, young with the tank top going outside thirst trapping the world and thinking that they straight and they wife material because they got a good job and they drive a car, stuff like that. But the way you perceive, like I'm not going to go on a job interview with a, with a bandana and, and Paco jeans hanging off my butt and, and, and some Timberlands. And to go to the other end of the spectrum, that is, and talking about the clothes, it doesn't mean either that you need to be dressing with turtlenecks every day. Yeah. No, no, no. There's definitely middle ground. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It's a middle ground. Yeah, you don't, you don't go from that joint to wearing a parka, wearing a parka outside and then the with a, with be, weather covered. It could be sexy with clothes on, though. That's the thing. Like, yeah, I don't understand why people feel like to be sexy, you got to be damn near naked. That is so far from the truth. That's it. I, I, ain't, I ain't got no more to say. Y'all, anything else? Anything else? Help our women out, young, so they, they can get wifed up. They want to get wifed up. No. Okay. All right. All right. Y'all heard it, man. Y'all got, got the info. Uh... You are now tuned to the other side. 
BOK Sports 9 Moving on, speaking of backup quarterbacks and thotties, Mitchell Trubisky is the third string quarterback <laughs> for the Chicago Bears right now. And I'm blown because nobody's kirking and going in. If this was Deshaun Watson oh, as yeah. the third, you better believe third string quarterback, they would be talking about. Oh my goodness, he can't pick up the playbook. What's, and so my 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 observation is that if Mitchell Trubisky is the third string quarterback behind Mike Glennon, and who I don't even know who the second string quarterback is, he the third Bama on the roster, and they trying to spin it like Mark oh Sanchez. you know they trying to make him earn his Sanchez. He can't get in front of us. He can't beat out Sanchez. No, then there's something seriously wrong. And our whole prediction that this Bama was. A bus. Semi-trash, a bus is coming to fruition. <laughs> and I don't think he'll I don't think he'll see the field this year, in my opinion. He, and, but he never should have though to begin with. He's not ready. The Chicago Bears lunch. I don't know why they moved up in the draft to draft a Bama who can't come on your roster off break. Do you know what GMs will be fired immediately if you draft a quarterback that high in the draft? But they had a second pick. Move to the second pick, trade it up to get a Bama who's not better than your second string quarterback it's coming trash, into camp. Are you kidding me? Are I you hope kidding the world me? Can see now what's really going on out here because it's getting ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. And Patrick Mahomes, who got drafted after him, is not even a third string quarterback. He the second string, and word on the street, he he really challenging Alex Smith, even though. They saying that Alex Smith is the un, un, you know, unquestioned starter or whatever. But I'm just like, come on, man, this is ridiculous. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Um, and and I'm mad at him not hearing more about it. Bama not gonna see the field. Though. I mean, the, the one the, the one thing is this is this is the whole point of having training camp. This is where you make him look terrible. And I mean, they said his first three snaps were what two were fumbles and one was a bobble. I mean, so he never came from under center, so you knew that was going to be an issue right away, day one. But, D, um, they told us that he was the most NFL-ready. You're right. Yeah. That's, That's what they, what they told us. Nah, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, guess, I, guess, I guess my expectation... <laughs> I guess for me, my expectation off, off the rip was he was never going to be a, a one-year, a first-year starter, in my opinion, ever. So I never understood the whole reaching and going up to grab him other than D. he didn't want anybody else to have him. That was you reach and grab that Bama at that for this number two pick. That Bama better be the starter off Break City. Yeah, he better be. You think they doing that with, with Deshaun Watson over in Houston? Nah, Bob. They, they basically giving that Bama the keys on the low. They they trying to make it seem like they making it work for the jump, but they about to give him the keys. You know what I'm saying? And 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 when we talked about the quarterbacks and we put Mitchell Trubisky in there, we was like, this Bama's not even top top five quarterbacks coming out of this draft. And then they told us that he was, that he was the most NFL ready, that, that, that Chicago did the right thing by drafting Mitchell Trubisky and he has a lot of and now all of a sudden the only the only criticism I hear is that 
well, you know, because he only took played 12 games, we knew that this would be a transition for him to the NFL, and they're trying to switch it up. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> hey, you can't do it, Slim. My eyes are wide open. The Bama is trash can. And that's the bottom line. You, can't, you mean to tell me you can't challenge Mike Glennie? Aaron, you right now can challenge Mike Glennie. With no practice time, pick the playbook tonight. And in the next practice, you can challenge Mike Glennie. That Bama is not good. Come on, man. Nah, you ain't going too far now, bro. I believe what he said with all my heart. I believe, you already know. <laughs> if I was signed the same day that Mike Lennon was signed, I believe we'd be 50-50 snaps right okay, now. Okay, okay, that's different. Okay. But th- this is the thing. And this is the part that was even more baffling than not only reaching up to number two and getting Trubisky, knowing that he wasn't ready to be a, a one, a, you know, a year one starter, is they paid Mike Lennon $45 million in the offseason, right before they drafted Trubisky. So you would think, oh, you're going to give a guy 45 million. You know what I'm saying? Why would, you know, he's getting what, 15 million a year around that salary. It, it, did, it didn't make sense now to then go out and then reach and get a quarterback right that fast. To me, you you settle with Glenn and you got Sanchez. Go out and get more talent because the Bears overall is a is a roster that needs talent. And you pick the you guy. Have you have a use. hurt receiver. You lose Alshon Jeffrey. You got a hurt receiver and and uh, what's the bad man name? White. White. He hurt knees on on, on applesauce. Yeah. Then you yeah. got... Victor Cruz. They picked up Victor Cruz. Never applesauce knee type bad man. Yeah. The only bad on your roster that's worth, like anything, is Jordan Howard. And then everybody else is, is semi-trash. But, like, you know, or recyclable. Yeah, all this does is buy the head coach two more years. That's all it does. That's probably why they ended up making a move. Because you know how we feel well how I feel about John Fox even though he got a Super Bowl it just I just feel like I mean he didn't even win two Bowl, years. oh yeah he got to the Super Bowl yeah. but I just feel like it bought him just two more years that's all this is oh you cannot draft the Bama that high that's like that's like when the Redskins got RG3 and then in 2012 and then that Bama didn't was the third string quarterback and then start over uh, whoever they had on the roster at the time Russ Roseman and 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 the other Batman that they tried John to sell Beck. us was the yeah John Beck. That's like having RG three John Beck and Russ Roseman, and he the third string quarterback. Perfect. You think Washington DC gonna have that? Man, they threw tomatoes, right it and covered Daniel Snyder whole whip up. Man, get out of here. I it's no good, no good. Another thing that's no good is Ray Lewis out here cooning for cash. Get him Ooh. off TV, dog. With that Beijing whole no! head. Like, get out. This Bama is the worst. The worst. This Bama, you know, stop you know that that Jones be on Fox, him. too. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he's they, 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 him. they gave him the action. You got the Beijing, though. SPN. Oh, for sure. You remember back in school, the that used to go to sleep with the do-rag on and then wake up and not even brush their hair and go to school? That's right. how his hand looked every day on TV. I'm like, somebody's not telling this man in this circle that, yeah, you can't be doing that. Cut it off. Do he, got the, else. he got this spray shoe polish on his wig piece, dog. This <laughs> Batman is terrible. Get him out of there, dog. Talking about he's so, he. First of all, you know when a Batman lying, when they hesitate and say, yeah. Thank you. He's Batman. Lying. Line. Uh, uh, <laughs> Shannon Sharp asked him, oh did, he, did, did he talk to Steve Bashotti when 
when Ray Lewis thing happened and when Dante Starworth thing happened, he was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I thought, I, yeah, he called me, he called, lie, shut up, you lying, dog. I, I know when Bama's is trying to take me down Wellington Avenue. I know, I know what it looked like, dog. I know the sound. I'm not rocking, Mo. And he was lying right <laughs> then and there. If he, and if anybody believes this Bama, this Bama was in court for a double murder homicide, dog. Ray Lewis, how dare he sit there and try to talk about bad about Colin Kaepernick? The fact that people are talking about Colin Kaepernick and this Bama stood up for injustice. Well, kneel for injustice. He played in Baltimore and he also defended the police in the treatment of Freddie Gray. It's like, this is what he does. But they are who we thought they were. He's one of them Bamas that's so far gone. It's nothing you can say at this point to convince Ray Lewis otherwise. And that's why he gets trotted out by the Fox News of Sports, sitting there with Colin Cowherd and uh, Whitlock and stuff like that. Like, this is what they do. They find these people and they put them in front of the white folks to convince them that, hey, there's nothing wrong with the way we think and operate. This is how it really is. Like, he's up there talking about black on black crime. What the does that have to do with police brutality? Like, one has absolutely nothing to do with the other. Is it like, as long as y'all don't treat each other good, we don't have to treat you good either? Like, what kind of logic is that? I mean... Like Shannon was trying to explain to him, but like you said, like this Bama just way gone. Yeah, he like you know, like gone. we commit a crime, like against one another. Like the Bama who committed the crime go to jail. Like the police officers doing the same thing, and then, and then nothing happening to him. So I mean that's qu- uh, quite plain and simple. Like, but you know what? How I go, man. Anytime you say something, like everybody always in their own mind, they're gonna try to rationalize or come up with something and that make them feel good in their mind. So Yo, let me, let me, I mean, let me ask me, you this question. I was getting ready real quick. The one thing that had me, and I'm, I, I'm looking outside of, okay, all the stuff with the kneeling, you disagree, you agree, whatever. Okay, we got it. You don't want to agree with that part. However, when he was asked the question, who would you rather have at quarterback if Joe Man. Flacco were to go down? Would you rather have that kid Josh Woodrum or would you rather have Colin Kaepernick and he did not want to answer that question he was like I don't want to speak in it got he <laughs> got he <laughs> or, right like that's what football is why the, Why else do you have two quarterbacks or three quarterbacks on right. the team that's the whole point uh, yeah he said we don't. I don't want to speak in ifs I mean, that was just some not, nonsense. He's just, he just trying to not pull a Tiki Barber and go against the QB who won him another Super Bowl. No, he's not going against the QB. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. What is, yeah, what is his allegiance to Ryan Mallon and Josh Woodham? He, he didn't play with either one of those guys. Yeah, I, mean, I can see Flacco, but they're saying the backup. The backup to Flacco. Who would you rather have? Yeah, you said your boy had Mallet had a meltdown. He threw like five. Nah, I mean, I think I think it's one. I think it's like he, you know, because of his relationship with Bushadi. Like that's what it not is. Trying to speak out against, you know, oh, basically but knowing acknowledge that. that. Yeah, yeah, say, yeah, this is my man. Say oh, that. Say, say that. that. I can respect that. Say that. But when you look like a white apologist, then. But oh, you know, yes, but you know how you. I be. But you know how I be like that's the classic sign of uh, uh, somebody trying to please everybody. No, the Bama's Bama worried about pleasing everybody. You know what I'm saying? So I think after they brought him back on the team, and young this Bama sold his allegiance to them. Bama was like, young, I'll do whatever. Just please don't cast me away. And they were like, all right, well you gonna speak for us? You gonna say what we tell you to say? You gonna do what we tell you to do? 
And the Bama just, he sold out, dog. Cause the Bama That's just, right. you already know. he don't, like the, like you said, the, he, he was asked a simple question and the Bama would not walk down that line. And ask. this is another caveat to the Joe. Joe Flacco, big scoopball Johnson head. This Bama throw a golf club at him talking no! about, and he don't think it's a good idea for them to sign Colin Kaepernick. Of course you don't, because you'd be sitting on the sideline. Let me say this. I saw the the headline that they used for that Joe uh, Flacco. I don't know if it was a presser or if it was like a locker room joint where they had to take player recording. I was hot when I read the line, but when I listened to the whole interview, then I felt better about it. It didn't seem like he was hating on uh, on um, Kaepernick. What he was saying, he was like, "I hope well, he gets another shot. He deserves he another shot." But I just don't want it to be here, like saying he would challenge me or you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. I want this job. It was it came from that place. It wasn't like a. Oh, I don't want him on the team because it it wasn't that at all, and it sounded okay. like he wanted him to be in the league. So I, I understand where you came from because I was the same way when I read it, but when oh, I listened to the actual audio, yeah, they they, they pulled the they movie. got me. They, they hit me with the uh, with the skip to my little jump, but it's all good. Uh, well, I'm glad uh, I'm glad you was uh you you listen, Aaron, because Harold, you know how he be doing. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to yeah. run him. Like, oh, yeah. Well, hold on. What about this headline? Jerry Jones said, if oh, you don't yeah, stand yeah. for the anthem, then you you ain't going to be on the team. Stand uh, for the anthem or be off the squad. <laughs> was that just the headline or was that the facts? I didn't hear it. That's your boy, yeah, all right? You trying to... You supported him, dog. You said he was on our I side. The Baba Harold mentioned it. He was like, no, you defended this Baba. I ignored the joint. This is like a couple of days ago. <laughs> but first of all, I didn't defend him. I thought he was one of the good ones. Y'all, you the one that told me, uh, what'd you say? Uh, dog, it's not all of them. I was trying to, I was hoping that maybe Jerry Jones was one of the good ones. But dog, that's what I get. Bruh. That's what I get. <laughs> he said, that's what I get. Jones is about making bread you know? and that's why he draft them risky players like because they got the ultimate chance of uh helping the team win and with winning come more money Perfect. so he gonna always and he can slay and he can slave them bamas out slave labor them bamas talk about he probably take them in the back room but like look you gotta check a pass you won't be on the NFL team unless you give me your all I want you to catch CTE and crack your skull out there on the field he's an idiot don't listen to sh- he's an idiot alright that's what we got to say about if you that. wanna stay on the football team like he probably say all regular type stuff behind closed doors of these bamas and because they they have like you know he's taking a chance on them they probably feel obligated to just do whatever dog for the check man dog, I can't, can't, can't stay on the field dog what you what you mean like they ain't doing whatever cause if they was doing whatever they they would stay on the field and they wouldn't get in trouble to prove well, to him like that you know appreciated that whether it was genuine or not that, that, that they got that opportunity but they can't stay on the field so look this is what he said uh, real quick no. this is the reason why Jerry right, Jones said what he said it, he's talking about that first game when they played the Giants because it's on September 11th so basically what he was saying was because of what happened on that day that you need to stand regardless of your opinion so is that no, so just for that stand, week or is he saying for the we need to stand we need to stand for the Memorial or Freddie Gray we need yeah. to stand for the, uh, then they need to do tributes to all the Bamas that was just murdered yeah. out here in the streets. 
My man got choked out in New York. Yeah. Alabama got killed for the CDs. Is they yeah. gonna be standing for them? Yeah. I'm just trying to give it. I'm just trying to give it context. Whether you agree or not, I'm just trying to give it context. Why he went to the locker room and said it to the players? It's it's in regards to that first game against the Giants. Oh, so I, so if somebody kneels or does not stand for that anthem in that game, if it's David Elliott, he he's not. They're not going. Yeah. Through. If it's if it's, he, if, he Prescott, if, it's if, if that Prescott took a knee and Ezekiel took a knee, what is he gonna do? And Dez took nothing. A knee. He gonna eat that bullet, bite that bullet. And just quiver that bottom lip gonna quiver, but it ain't nothing he gonna do. Might have a heart attack. It's almost his time anyway. Get him out. Don't Elliot still ain't getting no. They ain't made no decision on the bat. I don't think they got nothing on him. To be honest with you, that's why they can't make a decision because it's a lot of fun. And they keep prolonging this joint, dog. It's stupid to me. It's stupid. Just say we not gonna suspend them and then like let it go. But these reports keep coming out like, you know, it'll be next week. And then them mama said two weeks ago that it was gonna be that week of that it was imminent that he was gonna get suspended. And now here we are, they still saying dragging it along, dragging it along. Like, I don't know what the agenda is behind this. Like, what are they trying to do or prove? I, I don't know. But it sounds like funny business to me. That's what I gotta say about it. Sound real fishy and funny. They hired a new person, I won't go any further than that, to handle these kind of matters or whatever. And you know, when it comes to certain things, like um, all of a sudden with domestic violence or with gays and things like that, they're extra, extra sensitive to not pissing off some of the more vocal, um, I wanna say fan bases, cause it's not even that, I wouldn't say that large of a portion of the fan base, but people who can be vocal and shut the money down. So they don't want to offend certain people. So they got to make it look like they're taking every option under consideration and not making a hasty decision because it's Elliot and because it's the Cowboys. And basically, it's basically like, I can't think what you call it, but like, this is about, what I can't think of, it's like public, it's basically about the public opinion of the decision that they're making on Elliot. This has nothing to do with anything else. They know they're not going to find anything else. The girl said she lied. Like her friend said she lied or whatever. They saw the text messages from the friend that said she made most of that story up. There's nothing what, to find. And then what about the incident? Did he really not cuz out the DJ? Well, That's apparently what? not. He didn't know if child files, charges filed against him. And it's uh, basically a non-issue. Nobody saw him hit him. The one dude saying that he, he didn't do it. The, the dude who got hit, talking about he didn't see Elliot do it, when he probably could have cashed in off the jump. So what do you do? This Bama's still in training camp doing all the drills and stuff. I, I just, to me, it's like business as usual. I don't know what's going to happen with that, dog. But for those fantasy owners out there, young, I'm drafting Elliott. I don't care what you what you tell me. First overall. Drafting him. First round. Not, uh, not first overall, but first round, definitely, for sure. Um, uh, Chargers head coach Anthony Lynn denies Phillip Rivers and Antonio Gates to go support Ladanian at the Hall of Fame enshrinement jump. So is this coach just trying to play hardball or he is he they didn't want to go like cause the Batman came out and say he came out and say he ain't he ain't tell him they couldn't go. He lying. Well like I think um I don't he's think lying. he flat like he flat out uh said that they couldn't go. But I think he probably like gave him like, you know, I mean if you wanna go, you know that's cool, but I would like you to stay here to kinda you know, set the tone or or what have you for the camp. I mean, they just updated it though and said that Antonio Gates will attend 
but Phillip Rivers isn't. He's going to stay with the team for practice. So that's like the updated uh, news on it. It's kind of ridiculous, though. Phillip Rivers has been with that team for so long. Why does he need to stay for a practice? He ain't like he's a rookie. Bro, he's a now the new head coach, the kid, the coach, the coach scared of losing, and the team right now. Like, I, this is my disclaimer to people who play fantasy and stuff. And we got we got the show coming up on on Thursday, but uh, I'm not messing with no Chargers players though, especially on that offense because young Anthony Lynn, he to me he's he got a he got a lot of Mike McCoy was a great offensive coordinator. He couldn't like you know get them over the hump, but. I'm not, especially from this story, you cannot be rubbing your veterans the wrong way if it's true that he did say this to Philip Rivers and Antonio Gates. Antonio Gates is old as my father, dog. So you disrespecting <laughs> your elders. Antonio Gates might be older than the coach, real talk. I, he might be. So they like disrespect them or like kind of put cap. And I understand from Anthony Lynch's perspective, it's like, you know, I'm, I, this is a big move. We in Los Angeles now. I got to win games, and I need my quarterback there because without him, we some trash. It's going to be no cohesion, cohesion on my offense, none of that stuff. I got a question. But Phillip Rivers is walking on water out there, so you don't want to rub him the wrong way, dog. Go ahead. Can't do it. So I might be under the wrong impression, but I thought there may have been some issues between Ladanian and some of the other guys on the team, specifically the passing game, because he he was a little jealous of how much they threw the ball around towards like the end of his career in um in San Diego. So if I'm not mistaken, I thought him and Philip Rishu, Philip Rivers had like a little bit of an issue towards him. And I maybe, but you that maybe he's not he was like, eh, you know what I mean? But maybe maybe, maybe so, yeah. But dog, but you know how it is. Battles play in the league and they feel some type of way. Then they get they get the microphone in their hand and they doing NFL network and chilling. Then all of a sudden, they like, you know, things change because it's not like that tension that was existed. I mean, the damn town's going to the Hall of Fame. And, and Phillip Rivers, I, I mean, he'll at least be a nomination for it. He may not go, but um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure all that, that if they had bad blood between them, that, that's probably long gone. I mean, I, I don't know for sure. And maybe he's staying behind and just try to save face with the coach. Because the coach probably, I mean, yeah, if I'm Anthony Lynn, I'm like, I need Phillip Rivers, dog. Like, my whole offense and I any think, chance of, like, being successful hinges on, on Phillip Rivers being there. Who's the backup quarterback? Can you tell nah, me? Nah, Nobody, no. I think they, I they, think just, they trying out RG3. I think, I think uh, him and him and, um, you know, him and uh, uh, LT did have a good relationship. I think it's just like you said, Harold. I think Anthony Lynn wasn't stopping him from going, but he was like, yo, it was set like a great tone, you know, um, you know, with you being here and being the QB. Well, he that's what he tried to pull, I think, with Gates, too. You know, just being a leader of the team. And like, you, like we all said, Gates is going to the hall. So I think that's all it was. And so if they were to go, which, uh, you know, Antonio Gates obviously decided that was cool. But I think with Rivers being the QB, like you saying, Harold, he just like, you know what? Like, I'm going to stay back. He want me, like, he trying to say it's a new regime and, yeah. you know, come in here and see, see what we can do. So I think that's all it is. Oh, and it's a joint practice um, that Saturday. 
with the oh Rams. yeah they're gonna get embarrassed without without Phillip Rivers that's just pure shash oh, sheer that, embarrassment that makes, though. that makes sense now that makes sense it's a joint practice he, he definitely he definitely told about me you can't go he might not say you can't go in those words, but he was like, dog, nah, if you go, then there's going to be consequences, like basically trying to treat him like everybody else. Because the Bama's afraid, dog. That's his first, like, like showing as a coach versus another team. And if you go out that joint and get blasted, you know, Bama's going to be looking at you like you the wrong hire. It's a lot of pressure as a head coach. And I'm sure on Anthony Lynn, not just because he's a head coach, but because he's a black head coach, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the, the pressure goes up tenfold. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. I get it. But I don't know how you smooth that over if you send that Bama some, send him some Xbox games or something to his house and let him know, like, yeah, we need you and I'm sorry or whatever, whatever. But like, Anthony Lynn needs Phillip Rivers in order to have any success. Any in the NFC West or AFC West with Kansas City, Seattle. Oh, yeah, though. Raiders, Denver. Though, yeah, finish him. Uh, Le'Veon Bell holding out in camp. I, I mean, him being the top three player on the team, dog, you got to give him the bread. Give him what he want. The Bama is 60% of the offense. I don't know why they not trying to That's Mike Tom and other day on NFL Network trying to talk up the other day. Nah, they can give him a contract. They can give him a contract. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. Thank you guys who tune in to the BLK Sports 980 podcast, representing the DMV. Right quick, just want to encourage you to please subscribe to our channel on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Make sure you also follow us at BLK Sports 980 on IG, Twitter, and Facebook. You can even email us your thoughts, show topics, and more at BLKSports980 at gmail.com. Last but not least, let's spread this word. Now back to our show. Dog, did y'all hear the Shaq diss track against LeVar Ball? Yeah, that man must slaughtered him. No! That must spit that fire, y'all. Took it back there. The battle made a video, y'all. Shaq got too much time on his hands, y'all. TNT, basketball season over this battle. And money. Yeah. That's the icy hot money this battle just... Yo, he you heard I him mean, Shaq, the plug in the in the, in the yeah, he, he, yeah he did yeah. drop the icy hot plug in that show. <laughs> he definitely did, yeah. But all this all this hoopla over Levar Levar Ball, like the battle first he walked out on the uh <laughs> he walked out on the tournament, yeah. Joe. Then apparently he got one of the officials kicked out of another tournament. Some a female official got her kicked out of another tournament, tournament, whatever. He said that she was horrible officiating. So they, the, the commission or the officiating, I guess powers to be removed her. And she, the young is a college basketball coach, so it ain't like she a low budget type coach. They removed her off the off the game or whatever on account of Levar Ball's like complaining and stuff. And I mean, I get the Bama's obnoxious and stuff. I, I get it. People don't agree with you know. Method is madness. He's kind of taking this this uh, this troll approach, this bad guy, and really like kind of soak that persona in. And you know, the, I'm not apologizing, and this is me, and I say what I want, and do what I want. And I know how I can rub people the wrong way. I get it. But the one thing I will say is that you know, as I'm watching how, especially like the mainstream media and white mainstream media uh, covers him, it's like this joke is like burning them up, like. Uh, What's his name? Uh, 
the dude who covers college basketball. What's the, what's the dude's name? Billis. Jay Billis. So he went on a rant going in on uh on LeVar Ball talking about he's he's uh, just just clowning him and talking bad about him. And I'm just like, and he's like, I'm not giving him no, I'm not talking about him no more. And in these radio stations, they they like, yeah, you know, I don't know why we keep wasting our time talking about him, talking about him, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, trying to really make him look bad. But the thing is, it's like they're helping his cause. They're building his brand. You know what I'm saying? And, and all the people that's really like hating on him, it's helping him. Usually to get this kind of coverage, it costs a lot of money. He's getting it for free. Basically, because, I mean, we know what. So the powers that be don't like that. So I feel like the narrative went from, okay, kind of not even celebrating it to being okay with LeVar Ball to now every time he does something that they feel like they can paint as being uncomfortable for them, they come out and attack him. And now they're trying to villainize him like again, like they did in the beginning. And he's basically getting this airtime for free. So if I'm him, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah, and he gonna keep doing what he doing. And then they try to try to downplay, say his brand, you know, he don't have the money, like, you know, and he's probably gonna just bam out and ask Adidas for like 15. I do not have the money, okay? Did you hear me? A, a shoe deal or that his son's gonna circumvent the father and go behind his back and Lonzo Ball's gonna go and get a deal yeah. without, <laughs> without his father's approval and stuff. I'm like, dog, first of all, they don't understand. Like, I'm like, you sound stupid. And I wanted to call in, but you know how that, that's a whole different story because they wouldn't have heard what I had to say. Because first of all, the Bama got money. His son has a million dollar contract. So any money that he owed on shoes or whatever, whatever, he got that back. And now he got more money to market shoes and do whatever, do designs, whatever he want to do with the brand and build it even higher. And then you know every what? week he on a hey, talk show. You know what someone brought up? An interesting uh, kind of like idea for the, I don't know if you guys heard this or not, about um, about how LeVar Ball, not LeVar Ball, but Alonzo uh, is not wearing the shoes. Like oh. in the games, did you see that? About and how he switches up and how and that's he switches change. up every week, and everybody's like paying attention to what he's wearing on his feet. And they're saying, "What if Laval? What if uh, he, not Lavar Ball? I keep saying Laval. Yeah, Alonzo was the first. Whether he was the first player in NBA history to not get a shoe deal where it was just with one company. What if he got a shoe deal with like Nike, saying, "Hey, nah. uh, oh, hold on." You said what? You gotta hear it out though. You gotta, you gotta let me finish. Cause you gotta listen before you speak. So what I'm saying is, you ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers. What what they said was, he was like, say like with Nike, say you have a two game season and you say, all right, maybe for like 20 games you wear Nike shoe because everybody was washing his feet every single game to see what he was gonna wear, and then maybe with Under Armour he'll wear a shoe for 10 games, and then with you know, Reebok, he married a shoe for like 20, you know what I'm saying? And, and those big TV I games just, too, I just don't like see. These national games, you wear this specific specific shoe and he'll end up making more than he would make annually on one. On yeah, one, I, one just, shoe I just don't see, I just don't see. That's crazy. Companies, uh, I don't see them being, you know, cool with that. You know, they're always competing. It's just like how this year it goes into Nike's eight years um, uh-huh. supplying the NBA jerseys, like, I just don't see any one of them companies being okay with it. That that's all. I mean, the giant would be dope. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. But I, I yeah. mean, you you right though. You are right. At the end of the day, they they want if to the have the rights to the demand, player. If the demand is great enough, Bama's might just and and if, and if the numbers are right. So if they can say to themselves like, okay, 
we don't want to really go all the way in and we can we can get we can I mean, if he a la carte the shooters, no, dog, they, that's, they, that's they a crazy deal. But you gotta think that you gotta think though. Like they put, they put, you know, when they build the campaigns and the stuff around players and stuff, uh-huh. like you know, for them to do that for the player to be where 15, 20 games, and then it's like boom, then that jump was all done, and then I just don't like I say, I just don't think. It's I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I hear what you're saying with that in terms of like the the true endorsement where you have the commercial and all that type of stuff, and you rocking the shoe and this, that, and the third. But what if you didn't have that part of it? You just had the part where you just seen the shoot. Because what Lonzo Ball did in the Summer League, people actually watched Summer League. Like, no one ever cared about Summer League. And he made it very popular. And then on I top mean, of that... his father did. His father made Well, his father did, but... But eyes on him at the same but time. Everybody's looking at him playing. Everybody wanted to watch him, though, because of, like, his father's talk, which... And even know. with the target on his back, like... That's eyes. Like, it's just like Floyd Mayweather. As many people watch him to hope he loses and fails as people who are fans of him and want him to win. So I mean, it kind of makes sense if you can get the numbers right, like you were saying, and you would have to change the business model, of course. But that's what they pay these people all this money for. I, I just don't think that John's realistic, man. Yeah. I mean, if we see it happen, dog, I'd be amazed. I, I, I kind of tend to lean. Like, for him, if he... If, he could pull this deal off. He get like five million from you know, or ten or twenty, twenty million per per four from each company. Though it makes that that's. I mean the ratings and not, and not be big baller brain. No, I mean for uh, management. Big baller brain. No! <laughs> but that could be important as far as trying to hammer out some of these kind of different strategies that aren't tradition with. You know what I mean? Players. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if he was with big with with, with someone who's affiliated to the big baller brand. Don't do that. That's nah, I, I mean, it's almost like being on death row. I just death row that's, like, that's that's a conflict of interest <laughs> for me. Like you I want mean, to some mind outside well, of your father making decisions for you at this level. Uh, well, I w- I would agree with you, Aaron, but I just don't think that Levar Ball is that open to that that idea. But it's not his decision. This um, dude is a grown man. Yeah, I agree with you, but clearly he's making a lot of decisions for his son, clearly. So, I, I mean, I, like, I'm with you. I'm with you. His son is an adult. But I, you know, like, but my thing is, it's I a new like day, dog. Credit. Like, he has to okay a lot of these things. They act like LeVar got a, a leash around this boy's neck, like, kicking him in his ass, telling him, you going to do this, this, and this. He has to sign off on this stuff. And yeah, no, I agree. He does. But what I'm saying is, yeah. No, not towards you. I'm saying I just don't. a lot of the, the way the media depicts the situation where it's like, because oh, of the like they force me. He's forcing me. Like he's like, yes, he's the one that's talking and being the marketer, which has worked dramatically beyond what anybody ever would have thought. But right. at the same time, the person in charge is Lonzo, period. If Lonzo doesn't yeah. sign off on this stuff, none of it flies. None of it. Yeah, you're right. Um, you're right. Uh, last basketball jump, Danilo Gallinari. Y'all see the Bama strike the international player in the face? He broke his hands, his thumb. Wait, what? I didn't know he had yeah. hands like Yeah, I ain't know he had hands either, dog. Jump. I don't know. Jump. I don't know. It looked like he, he took, he he took some off of it, though. Punch, though. I don't know if he would have do that same punch in the league, you know? Oh, hell no. Oh, nah. Oh, nah. Oh, nah. He, pick, he picking and choosing. He, he thought he could flat. Because, you know, you go to international games, you play overseas and you're an NBA player, they like... 
treats you differently. You know what I'm saying? So he he was feeling himself, but yeah, be you know you could tell he like dude in the league that would have whooped that ass after that uh, punch leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dog. He wouldn't have threw no punch, dog. He didn't let the referees break it up <laughs> with, with, with good reason. Uh, Kyrie stepped together at a wedding mocking LeBron. Does this mean anything? Does this have any? Did y'all see the little Instagram video? So it's like Steph making the face LeBron made, like, and it's like these mean faces, whatever. He was like mocking LeBron, and then Kurt, Steph Curry, I mean, uh, oh, uh, Kyrie was there and was just like, ha ha ha, like, like laughing in the jump. It was at a wedding, it was having a good time. But to me, if I'm LeBron, this is you gotta you gotta get him out of here. You gotta get caught. You can't be fraternizing with the with the with the enemy oh, like that. I'm from the old school, dog. If Jordan. If Pippen with Charles Oakley or John Stocks at a wedding dancing and him like mocking something like put like mocking something Jordan did or whatever, whatever, like stuck his tongue out or something like that, Jordan would have Jordan would have called the front office and and, and then we'd have heard that Pippen wasn't on the team no more. This is like it just gotta... came down and be like, young, Scotty Pippen is gone. Yeah. This is where I gotta defer, cause I don't like. To me, it looked like some sucker stuff. If you supposed to be my man, you on my team. This is the team we lost to in the finals. Not only do you not need to be like laughing and joking around with these Bamas on video, but then you laughing at a Bama mocking me. It just seems so disloyal. But I don't know if that's because we old. You know what I mean? We come from a different generation, or if it still applies that he's a sucker in two thousand seventeen. That's my thing is, though, <laughs> my thing is, though, you assume you assume that Kyrie messed with Bron like that. Exactly, exactly. You know I mean? Like I don't yeah. think you, that's fair to assume. But the look, if you're on the same team, there's a whether you like it or not, or you know, what I mean, whether you agree with it or not. I'm talking about Kyrie. Like there is a perception when you on a team with another Bama going against some other, you can't be caught laughing, joking, mocking a dude on your team. That's a terrible look. Yeah, like, I mean. He trying get he trying get up out of there though. That's why he don't care, right? Like, like you know, is he trying to go to oh, Golden State the way he was no. friends? Nah, he nah, not going. I mean, he they can't just, go they just, you know with AAU and all this, these guys just been friends. They played on the uh, the little world basketball joint when you know Kyrie was younger, and then them them preliminary USA Jones. So I mean, they just they just have a relationship. But as far as him being caught on camera doing that, he did that on purpose. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just trying to continue to basically uh, troll Braun to ensure that he get traded. Because, you know, like, mm. the one thing I could say to get me out of Cleveland is, like, right. I don't want to play with LeBron no more. And then ever since then, like, the Bama been doing the trolling joints just to ensure, like... <laughs> but but how, you how are you trolling when your girl got caught on Instagram in bed with another Bama, oh, you, you don't want you're not in a position to be trolling oh. nobody. Go put your head down in a corner oh, somewhere. You know see, they you, got. You, see, you clearly Bro, like you. Bro, clearly, we brought the old evidence, you dog. Not, you getting the personal because Brian, your man's dog. <laughs> no, Brian's not my man. That's the thing. It's a side of look to me. It's a subtle look to it's, me. It's a, cal- it's a calculated look. He know what he's doing. But you know that don't saying? make a so, difference if you do it on purpose. If you do so some shit on purpose, that so don't make it okay. Is, so the thing is, if it looked like that to you, he, he wanted to look like that to the team. So he get traded. And then, right, then that's to move on about his life. I'd trade him to the Nets or trade him somewhere to like Orlando, somewhere trash. But this man would just go, score 35 a game, get his four assists, and be sorry and miss the playoffs. Tro- trolling, trolling LeBron like that, he will end up Orlando or somewhere like that. I don't. He I definitely mean, will end up. LeBron, LeBron is the king of passive aggressive. 
think I care that somebody's trolling him. Like, no, I mean, I don't care. It just looks like sucker stuff to me. I mean, it, I guess it is. Like, it if, is. LeBron, it if LeBron is. was doing it, I would say it looked like some sucker stuff. I, I mean, like I said, he did that John on purpose, and that's yeah. all a part of his scheme. I, I don't really care. Like, it's not real. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when you I see reality, you say like, "Oh, that's some suck." They, them Batman's is acting on TV. You know what I mean? So like, that's that's just what it is. So but does that make it better? That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, it's not real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if if it was like a real action. You know what I mean? I, I I feel what you're saying, but like the joint ain't it's, the joint ain't real. Like the joint is planted to uh, 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 help ensure that he gets himself out of Cleveland. Like it's no real animosity, nothing you think real. You really thought that through in that little random video on that phone? <laughs> yeah, I thought that he was like, if no, I'm if I'm right thing. next to the person, you know what I mean? Could like you know recording. No, I know he, you can tell you can tell he wanted to be seen. Because the Batman, like, he kind of, like, peeked out the side and he, like, put his hand up. Like, you know, like, the, the new dance jump. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that. So, to me, like, if, if, if it's me, right, and I, and I, let's say, not even that he messed with LeBron like that, but I know it's a bad look for the team overall. I'm just going to be, like, young. Like, I'm not going to be in the camera smiling and cheesing when I know Batman's recording the jump. Like, I'm going to be off to the side and I may laugh. I might, like, be entertained by the jump. But I'm not gonna go behind him. He nigga. doesn't want to be there. Why? I mean, that's the whole point. He doesn't want to be there. That's what I'm saying. Y'all are like overanalyzing. We still talking about this show. He, oh, he, oh, he did it on purpose. He doesn't want to be there, and and it's already obvious that him and LeBron don't have the best of relationships. So, I mean, LeBron could be mad at him because he beat him to the punch and want to leave before LeBron leave. I mean, who knows, man? Hey, look. He's just doing it because he don't want to be there, and it, he knows that that will probably get underneath LeBron's skin, and it'll probably be a faster ticket to get him out of uh, Cleveland. But like you said, he may end up in New York, like the Knicks or the Nets or the Sixers. Who knows where he's going to end up? When you trade it, you don't get to choose who you trade it to. So the teams and shit. I wouldn't do it, but hey, that's that's the new league that that the NBA is now. So everybody's friends. Everybody's friends. Hey, Sacramento did some, some tough stuff in the offseason, though. Actually, man, I you got, wouldn't. You got, you got to send him to a spot where he's insured to be some trash. Like, <laughs> send him to Sacramento. Like, yeah, it, it, got, it got to be like a full guaranteed trash, automatic. I'm not sending him nowhere where there's a, uh, any remotely positive future. That's the Nets. Put him there. Yeah, the Nets. No, Bobcats or something Nets, like that. The Bobcats yeah. make the playoffs every once in a while. Y'all be assuming that just these random places have prospects. That's why they sorry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They don't got nobody that Cleveland want. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's John True. You right about that. I'll take the number one overall picks. Because you know they're going to be in the top of the drain. Even with Kyrie, they got right. the number one overall pick twice. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, 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 you're right. And right LeBron owns the league. So he'd probably rather see Kyrie be some shit. And he just leaving the year to go to the Lakers anyway <laughs> than have another championship run this year coming up. I'm trying to tell you, LeBron salty that he beat him he to the punch. 
He's blown. Son, Bron, son. <laughs> LeBron going, LeBron going, LeBron working out contract negotiations right now for, on, on Kyrie's behalf. He looking, he looking at different teams and contracts right now because they probably, he probably went upstairs and like, yeah, get this Bama out of here. They probably, well, if you can look at the contracts and make it happen, then we'll do it. This Bama looking at contracts oh, right bitch. now as we speak. But you got to think. figure out where to ship this Bama. He going to be, Kyrie going to be overseas playing next year. Um, but you got, you, you got to think though, part of the reason that their giant is super jacked up that they couldn't even pay Bama's is because you know Bron got yeah got his boys paid because all of us know that on the open market Tristan Thompson and J.R. Smith wasn't getting the money that Cleveland gave let's rewind about 20 shows ago when I said there's no way you pay this bum nigga 20 million dollars and y'all argue me down talk about you gotta pay him with the market said Dog, no, I ain't say that about Tristan Thompson. Yeah, I never open, say that about that on the open market. On the open market, he wasn't getting that much. You know what I'm saying? Like a player's value can be more to a given team than it would be. Like, you know, you hear the argument a lot of people say if Draymond Green wasn't in Golden State, like, you know what I mean? Obviously, it'd be different. Yeah, that's facts. So that's all. So that's all that is. You know what I mean? But that, but because they gave them two all that money. It kind of hurt them because they already like I think they like seventy five million in luxury tax. Something crazy. And they got to so, pay double on every dollar for that. That's crazy. So that's one hundred fifty yeah, million. Yeah. So like, ah. and you know, Braun said he ain't taking no more pay cuts. So that's tough. And that team even is though, built for yeah. him. So why would Kyrie want to stay? That team is built for LeBron. So why would Kyrie even stay in that situation? Yeah, like like you said, he beat Braun, and now Braun gonna have to leave again, right. and ain't gonna have nobody. <laughs> He's gonna be crazy. LeBron blown, dog. They not even going to the playoffs next year. Hey, if if Cleveland loses Kyrie, if if Cleveland loses Kyrie or they trade Kyrie Irving and then lose LeBron next offseason, they're getting the number one pick again. Magically, watch. LeBron LeBron gonna have a fake like a fake injured year where the Bama just hamstring messed up and he just gonna be sitting out like forty games. Nah, he ain't gonna do that. I think I think what would happen is. They probably wouldn't get the number one pick. It'd be years again before they got it, and that John would be like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, wait till somebody vicious coming up. Nah, I think it'll be like karma for Gilbert. You know, I can't stand that Bama Dan Gilbert, dog. That he blows me. Like, so, like, and, and so Bron, but coming back, got him a championship that he d- didn't even deserve to have in the first place. So, yeah, I, I, I hope, I hope that you know what I'm saying, like. That that it, it don't work out in his favor. Yeah, man, crazy. I don't, man. I, who knows what's gonna happen? Who knows? Uh, before we get out of this jump, man, shout out to Where's Bubby Podcast. Shout out to uh, Vegas and Hip Hop Now. Shout out to Glenn and Her Podcast. All all our listeners. Uh, before we get out of this jump. Uh, Jeff, tell them, tell them where they can they can check out the Fresh Rose, a pop-up shop coming up tomorrow, Wednesday, 8 o'clock. Yeah, 8 through uh, 11 p.m. at Saks uh, in, in the city, in D.C. But you know, I got the address, dog. I got the address. 734 11th Street, Northwest D.C., B to Hill, B Square. Um, we gonna be in the building, BLK Sports 980 gonna be being that John chilling, parlaying. Uh, so just come out and support. Buy you a hat, nice little Fresh Rose hat. You can check out the Fresh Rose brand at Fresh Rose underscore uh, on IG. Um, 
and and that's all we got. You getting shots up, man? Better get out of here. Uh, all right, follow us at BLK Sports 980 on IG, uh, Facebook. Uh, send us email questions, whatever the uh, BLK Sports 980 at gmail.com. Uh, and we out. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about Let me speak. How does that do feel? That. How does that do feel? Do